is the number one community in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Banu, a time efficiency expert and a business operation strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle, not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Get a stagnation today. I have a very lovely guest today with me, Sophia Slovic um, from Single Lady Hostel. So, Sophia is a single women empowerment coach. Um, remember this keyword. She's a dancer and she also certified in wellness with background in science as well. So, she helps um, single ladies become their best, confident in themselves. And live the life of that dream. You know, like these are the key things that this podcast always stand for. That we always encourage you to be your best self in your best life and work around that. Like choose yourself first before doing other stuff. So I think it's gonna be interesting information today. So thank you so much for joining Get a Stuck Radio today, Sophia. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so we we spoke a little bit before we get started, but like, yeah, really keen to know more. But before I ask you about your expertise, though, how you started your entrepreneurial journey? Sure. So it's it's interesting because previously it was three years ago. I worked in corporate. Uh, job in biotech. Actually, my uh, background is genetics and biochemistry. Um, and I worked there for five years. And I never, I, I would never think that I would trans- transition into entrepreneurship. Um, at the time, I felt very good in the job at the time. However, um, I, the job ended <laughs> and I lost I lost a little bit of my identity with the job. And then I realized I had actually a quite toxic relationship with that job. And at the same time, I also had a toxic relationship with, with a, with a man and everything was kind of happening at the same time. And as I came out of that job, I still didn't know what I was supposed to do, but I knew what I didn't want to do. And I didn't want to go back to the same type of jobs. That was like for sure. Like I felt it with my whole body, which for everyone around me, it sounded it sounded crazy because I had like really good experience and I worked five years. It's like a good amount of years to transition into a new company and everything. Um, but I just decided I want to do something that is making me so much happier <laughs> and doesn't burn me out and I work for something for my vision but I didn't know still didn't know what it was so I just let myself look for new things in my life that would make me excited and like would light, light me up and that's where I start, started dancing more because I've always been a dancer and I kind of quit 
once I <laughs> graduated. So I got back to that and then I just had different jobs. And basically I started coaching in 2020 with, uh, on wellness actually. So that's how it started. And then, uh, with having my own mentor, I realized that this is this exciting industry <laughs> that I'm able to actually create something on my own and what I love talking about. Yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> and why it has to be a single female empowerment? Like why? Why it has to be focused to only single ladies? Because like everyone also struggling with toxic things, whether it's going to be a job or a relationship, family and stuff like Sometimes we are not in the right place at the right time. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I always identified with single women a lot because even though I was in a toxic, I would call it love addiction. <laughs> I couldn't call it a relationship because I never felt like it was actually a relationship. We were very not committed, both mm-hmm. of us, even though I felt like I wanted that commitment I felt like I was actually attracting what I was as well. (laughs) Uh, I enjoyed not being committed at the same time, uh, which obviously brings me to whole, um, you know, um, how actually, how are you with yourself? You know, that relationship with yourself. But um, I believe that actually when you're single, you have so much space energy and opportunity around you to actually build yourself up and attract what you want from there. So mm-hmm. I feel like we are actually missing that piece um, quite often. We're going into relationship really soon, really fast from one relationship to another. And we forget that this love comes from within and worth. And it's very difficult to actually build that when you are so biased with somebody else in the relationship uh, it is possible. I know people, when you're with the right person, you can grow together and it's beautiful. But for so many women, I feel like this is the missing piece that they, it's like, uh, it should al- almost be mandatory to focus on yourself for like a few months, three months, six months, uh, maybe a year. It's, it's up to every person. It's very different with everybody. Um, but obviously, uh, being single is not a life sentence. <laughs> It's just that, it's just that phase and time for yourself that we should really use. So that's really the awareness I'm sharing. What do you think the benefit of being single is like? I see a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah. well I'm single right now, so I can really talk about it. <laughs> um, so it's definitely freedom. It's you are the only person that you really have to check things with. Um, and, you know, it's freedom in terms of, for example, traveling, but it's also freedom what you want to do in, in your life. Like you asking about the opinion, like with yourself, you know, it's very important to have that inner voice and being able to actually listen to your inner voice. Um, cause we, yeah, cause we often listen to those people that are the closest to us, but then it might not be actually the right advice sometimes. So yeah, I see, I see so many benefits because I'm really enjoying my time right now and I can see how like I'm excited, you know, for, I usually like plan even my own, uh, year 
forward, you know, like what I want to do in like six months, like where I want to go, like traveling. And I'm so open for new opportunities. Um, I managed to heal everything within myself so I can see how it's beautiful that I can actually be open to new people coming to my life, to new relationship and going from there once you have that solid foundation. Yeah. And what would be, what could be the area that toxic relationship can damage in a person's life? Uh, you mean the reason why it might happen? No, I mean, what are the areas that could like any type of relationship, let's say, not not even the romantic one. It could be like family as well or friendship, you know, like some kind of friends that like really needs to attach to you all the time or something like it depends on, I think, Depends on what you prefer and not prefer to have in your life. But when you do something that you actually not prefer, but you already enter to it, do you think how many damage it could cause in in the life of the person that in that kind of situation, which I call toxic, I think. Am I understanding correctly? Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Um The thing is <laughs> that even though we might not want a relationship or we often say that we we want to enjoy more time with ourselves, but then it happens because we get attached to somebody, we enjoy time with somebody. And at the beginning, if you are not, if you haven't trained yourself enough to really see the red flags, really see those toxic traits, how they come up, It's very difficult. It's we. It's just like we gracefully fall for that, and I feel like it's a it's a case almost with everyone because it's a learning process. So once you have that experience in your life, then you can learn from that. So I would even say like those first first relationships, those bad relationships that we have, they are almost like um, we we have to have them <laughs> in order to learn from them. Um, but It's all about how you know yourself, really, because uh, you it's other person is a mirror. So it will always reflect all your dark sides back to you and all your triggers. And this is how you can really see what's going on with you. So I would definitely say every single relationship is a lesson and it shows you so much. And even though like the problem lies that we get lost And it's very difficult to see that from a different perspective that, okay, like it is, it is toxic and, you know, you think you're happy, but then inside you're really um, unhealthy and you really, you know, uh, actually compromising your health, your emotional health and physical, of course, as well. And yeah, so it's, it's really takes that uh, self-awareness to be able to see that, Um But this is why I love my message and I love what I do because a lot of women don't realize that and they they see only one option, which is like this happiness with the person. But then they can look at someone that is, you know, happily uh, by themselves and having all the same, um, you know, 
you know, values, but like all the same actually uh, things in your life. And then they can see like, no, actually, this is this is also possible. Because recently I even had my friends telling me that they happily in the relationships, but they told me like, hmm, actually, I wonder how would my life be if I was single, <laughs> you know? So they are like curious because it is exciting and really be, it doesn't make you lonely because loneliness is a lack of connection. Mm-hmm. So if you feel lonely, you just need more human connections with your friends, with your family, you know, because people in relationships are also lonely because they disconnected um, mm-hmm. sometimes. So, yeah. Get a dog, get a cat can help that. If you're lonely, if anyone listening, get a pet. <laughs> you will not be lonely anymore because you have a huge commitment to take care of it. That also works, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I hear I hear what you say, but how to let go of this toxic relationship thing, you know, I believe like as a woman, <laughs> it's hard to change like to make to make a decision to change what we have right now like sometimes we just like to commit into something because we didn't prioritize on it we see like for example between love and work usually not really go well um yeah so how can we let go of the part that it's not causing us being who we we really are anymore anymore (laughs) yes i think the question is to how well do you know yourself do you feel like you are actually yourself that's like first question i would ask because oftentimes you realize if you are in a bad relationship that all you think you are is this um, you know this partner or this person that you see yourself in that relationship with that in the relationship with that person but actually you are so much more and uh, how to let go if you already like realize that okay I have to do something about it I don't know how like it's super hard it feels impossible but deep down there's some percentage there's something inside of you that says yes I have to do something and walk away or let go if breakup already happened and it's just it's a suffer um and it's so hard because we are emotionally attached and all what our body knows is this other person so it's not only on the mental level it's like holistic level that we have to heal like mind body our soul um that we have to really take care of when the breakup happens or when you uh yeah, when you break up with somebody. And definitely key thing is support. And, uh, but also there's this time that you have to be ready for it. Like there's, you, you, you know that you have to, but it's just so hard and you basically um, relapse. So this is very common that you relapse when you're still in that relationship and uh, you just keep coming back to the same place. And, you know, that might be very tiring. Um so I would definitely advise to always have that outside support 
whoever that might be, maybe a friend, maybe someone, uh, family, maybe you, you can invest in some therapist or somebody that can take your mind out of it step by step. And even if somebody is not ready and super scared, it's like baby steps towards that direction of getting out. And yeah, it might take longer for, for, for some women and faster for others, because usually when we stay in it, <laughs> then the breakthrough actually happens when something hits us really hard. And then you're just like forced to get out of it. So that's, that's also a risk um, when life pushes you out of it. Uh, but it, it is a process. It's a, it, there, there's like multiple stages to it, especially, uh, it's all about your emotions. So you uh, shifting from one emotion to another emotion is very important to feel all the emotions, to not, um, ignore them. Like that's very, very, very common that we do. We just want to pretend that it doesn't bother us, but that's actually like the worst thing we can do. Like it's all about feeling and then you healing when you actually allow yourself to be in that pain. And it's, it's grieving. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a grieving process, like with any other loss in our life. So yeah, it's very serious. I was thinking about grieving. I think it's the same process at losing someone like, because it is losing someone in our life. Like you have to go through those four stages of grieving. Like it's real, but yeah, I think if I understand it correctly, so we should discover who we really are first in order to making decision that we have to walk away from that type of relationship. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, that's correct. So the first part, then the hardest, I believe this acknowledging the red flag. I think it's easy because like if we see other people, we know already, but we may be like close one eyes on our own relationship instead, <laughs> you know? So that, that part could be easy to acknowledge, but to discover what we really want, the passion that we have currently and what, in what way that we really keen to move forward. How would you suggest ladies to keep checking on themselves on that? Yeah. So I remember when I was actually going through that. So when you know that you want to get out, but it's impossible. And then somebody tells you uh, that, oh my God, yes, you, this is not for you. This is not for you. This relationship is not good for you. You, you have to get out. Like, okay, how, you know, even people even offer help. Like, and then you feel like that you're not ready. That actually what the people say triggers you because you're scared because you want to but it actually upsets you <laughs> because you know that you're gonna come home and it's gonna be the same thing and you know then in a few days then again or weeks or so depends you know you will feel the same that you have to do something about it you know so that trigger the emotional trigger actually tells you that it bothers you because you know you know it's true and I remember when I wasn't ready to hear that task truth actually from other people and also it's all about the way they say that as well uh so this is also very important that you having to have a, that conversation with somebody trusted and somebody that can actually communicate this in the right way because if it comes out in a like pushy way or like uh patronizing way then you're just gonna be nope <laughs> so that's 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 how it works so yeah 
it's it's all about having that trusted support. And as I said, like it's step by step and you bring yourself to that place of, you know, um, being more out of it. And with women, it's really, it happens internally. It more happens internally that we come to that place like, okay, I'm 80% there, I'm 90% there, and then 100%, almost 195%, and then you can make a big action, and maybe it's a moving out, maybe it's separation, maybe it's um, blocking person, blocking a person, like, it really depends. So, um, yeah, it's it's a journey, like, step by step. Do you think it would be different between those who have to end the relationship like urgently, I don't know, like plumbly, versus those who have prepared? I mean, yeah. So yeah. sometimes when it's like sudden and you didn't see it coming, because, for example, something came up, <laughs> you maybe caught somebody mm-hmm. cheating or. And then it's just like, oh my gosh, this is the sign, even though you kind of knew because we have this intuitive feelings and we kind of knew. And then you actually sit with your own eyes and it's very, it's rough. So it's rough and it's very hard on us, (laughs) but then it actually might speed up the whole process and it might, you know, put you in a completely new reality of, yeah, you leaving the person and you healing a lot sooner than you thought and you were planning probably. So I would definitely see a lot of good in those situations, even though they're so painful and we sometimes don't want to even know. Um, and that also brings me to our intuition, how much we feel and how much we don't trust it and how much we feel disconnected with it still, even though we feel the signs. And I even remember when I um, felt, obviously it's all about like feelings, but then I felt physical signs as well. I would literally get sick from like um, just stress, but then the stress came from that bad feeling and I couldn't figure out where, where's it coming from? Like, what's happening there is nothing to actually be worried about I was excited to see that person I was excited for whatever we were doing like weekend away but then oh my gosh like there's something heavy and then uh, I would one time even have a nosebleed out of nowhere like I was just like my body was shaking and I remember the person was asking me are you okay like why you you know something's wrong I'm like I think I'm having that nosebleed because of you (laughs) And he thought it was a joke, but actually it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't, but it was just like accumulation of stress for sure for like extensive uh, weeks. And uh, I just knew, I just knew. And then you still choose not to listen to yourself until something bigger happens. So I just see it a lot. Obviously I said with myself, I see it with other women so much and, um, it's about awareness that the intuition is always right. And it's, it is a divine um, um, magic really that lives in us. And it's, it's, it's just always right. <laughs> I know. And I understand that. Yeah. I have kind of the same experience that I can imagine. Like, yeah, whatever happens that unexplainably, usually because of a man. <laughs> but yeah, but. It's so hard then, to making that decision to trust on ourselves that this is 
like we are not biased, you know, the word bias. Like, are we thinking too much for ourselves? And then like we are not like open for others or like not understanding another party enough or something. These excuses, I think is so hurtful. <laughs> yes, so many excuses. We love excuses. <laughs> But... There's so many things that we can do to strengthen our intuition. That's also something I teach because uh, we just are raised in this conditioning of being so disconnected from our bodies. And that's all we know. So it's so difficult to actually all of a sudden like, oh, I have all the guidance within me. You know, I don't have to listen outside um, um, voices or anything. So, it, yeah, it's it's definitely a personal development journey for every every woman to 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 know that and to build that self-trust after a person experience okay right now i make decision that i didn't trust myself need to move on move forward from where i am and chasing my dream let's say how can they maintain this belief of this new mindset to yeah because like i bet that the first day though after they make that decision they will feel like on top of the world but how long that would be yeah <laughs> oh yeah um there will be tough moments of uh this is when sometimes those relap relapsing happens Because you get yourself out of it and then you go back or you pick up the phone or you text or, and that is, that's a, always a big mistake because we think it's like so innocent, but then it actually, it is exchange of energy and it brings up all those feelings in you up again and you have to start over. So the more we do that, the harder it gets. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Having accountability throughout that process is uh, key. And oftentimes we don't have that. Like we just around friends and just coping with it by ourselves. But now with so many other uh, things that are available to us, it is really possible to have that support, you know, either coaching or therapy that just keeps you so accountable and you choose to be committed to yourself. And you know, you know, because it's also about like knowledge that just awareness that if you do that, this can happen and this can happen. And knowing that helps you because um, we just like have this narrow vision sometimes that all you want is this, just this, you know, pleasure from that person, you know, just in your brain, like this spike again, just so you feel a little bit better. It's really like um, it is addiction. Like this is very toxic addiction same like with drugs like you just have to you just want to have that little think again just to, to feel better but no you have to get through the really painful experience <laughs> to get better <laughs> is this why you called your company name single lady hustle actually yes the name came out of uh the idea that this is 
uh, struggle and, you know, we have to hustle so much for our own well-being. And it's, 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 I, I, I really like that that you asked because a lot of people think it's um, just about the business hustle or some other like um, old school meaning of that word. But it's really about our, um, us like coming back to ourselves. And the fact that it is so hard, <laughs> it's not easy. And it's also really about, you know, um, rebuilding yourself love and going for all your dreams that you really deserve. So it's like a full package, but like, yeah, it is like beginning, the beginning journey. And then there's always challenges like down the road. Like it's just all about the journey and it's hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Even is this hard, but how can someone want your help find you? Like, I think if someone listening until now and they think like, oh, I have never think about it this way. Like, is that they already have a coach who really could guide me through this period of time that not keeping me going back to the same old me, which is I I could feel unwell with myself previously somehow. So where can they reach out to you? Where can they follow you? Like these are important though. I think it's affect everything. Like someone even not able to survive. Like it could be that dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It, it is very dangerous actually. And again, it's about like raising that awareness for people to, to know that they have, there, there is someone available <laughs> to help them. And yeah, I, I guess, I guess when I say, you know, a uh, single lady hustle, uh, I do have to do a lot of explaining. <laughs> um, but once, once I do, like it's, it's, yeah, it's actually very uh, magnetic to people who identify with that. And yeah, it's about the identity also that you want to build for yourself as a single woman, that it's not being single is not something that something's wrong with you. It's actually something that makes you powerful um, because you are taking responsibility for your life and you, you are building uh, your next level self. So, yeah. So what can I reach out to you? Like, is there any links? Sure. So um, you can find me at Single Lady Hustle at Instagram um, or Facebook. And then also my website is singleladyhustle.com. Ah, okay. So everything will be in description below, everyone. And, you know, what we discovered today is about knowing yourself, trusting yourself, able to move on from where you not belong and finding the right part with your intuition further. So if you know that you are not that strong commitment person to do so, reach out to Sophia and she could help you in some way. So thank you so much, Sophia, for joining Unstuck Radio today. Thank you for having me. I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.